a good evening. Uh, do not attempt to adjust your radio. There is nothing wrong. We have taken control as to bring you this special show. Uh, we will return it to you as soon as you are grooving. A uh, welcome to station WEFUNK, better known as We Funk, or deeper still, the Mothership Connection, home of the extraterrestrial brothers, dealers of funky music, P Funk, Uncut Funk, the Bomb. Coming to you directly from the mothership. Top of the chocolate Milky Way. 500,000 kilowatts of P-Funk power. So kick back, dig, while we do it to you in your eardrums. Oh me, I'm known as Lollipop Man. Alias the long-haired sucker. My motto is... Actually, this is Afropop Worldwide from PRI, Public Radio International. And I'm Georges Collinet. Our show today, a brief history of funk. You want to get funked up? Here's George Clinton and P-Funk. E-F-U-N-K, y'all. Now this is what I want y'all to do. If you got faults, defects, or shortcomings, you know, like arthritis, rheumatism, or migraines, whatever part of your body it is, I want you to lay it on your radio. Let the vibes flow through. Funk not only moves, it can remove. Dig? The desired effect is what you get when you improve your interplanetary functionship. Sir Lollipop Man, chocolate coated freaking habit form. Doing it to you in 3D. So groovy that I dig me. Once upon a time called now. Somebody say, is there funk after death? I say, it's 7-Up. <laughs> yeah. Clinton and P-Funk, yeah. and I'm Georges Collinet on Afropop Worldwide's Brief History of Funk. Funk used to be a bad word. We contacted comedian Red Fox on the other side of the great beyond and asked him about the origin of the term funk. When I was a kid, funky didn't have nothing to do with music. See, funky was just plain funky. I remember one time, I was about seven years old, and we were playing hide-and-go-seek. And I went in this lady's closet, we was playing hide-and-go-seek in her house. I went in the closet where she kept her dirty clothes. Okay! It was so funky in her closet, I gave up. I said, here I am, come get me. And we asked George Clinton for his definition of funk. What's my definition of funk? Oh man, I can't say that. That, that wouldn't be right. Funk is anything it needs to be. Funk is good toilet paper. <laughs> well, George, can you remember the first time you heard something called funk music? Probably jazz. Yeah, it was probably jazz. You know, the guy, jazz guys mentioned it first. And funky improvisation. Mm-hmm. 
A long, long time ago, back in the pre-Funkozoic era, there was a style of jazz that people called funky, like that bit of horse silver from a tune called Filthy McNasty. Meanwhile, there was rhythm and blues that was definitely funky. These two strands would get stuck together with the help of a gospel quartet from Tokoa, Georgia. We all went to a, a rock and roll show in Greensville, South Carolina. Never will forget it. The Five Roars, the Hank Ballard, the Midnighters, the Clovers, everybody was on that show. You know, back then you had about 20 acts on a card. And uh, after we saw that show, we said then, we are about to change. <laughs> so we changed our name to the Avons at first. That's Bobby Bird, music director and founding member of the Famous Flames. Their first hit was Please, 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 sung of course by James Brown. Please, 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 please. group's beginnings were definitely humble. We only had uh, piano. Uh, we, we had some drums that were made. Uh, now James worked at the, at the plastic factory, so he built some cymbals uh, for the plastic factory. And uh, we had to get uh, tree limbs for the sticks because of the cymbal he made was so big and so heavy. We couldn't have regular, <laughs> regular drumsticks. We'd have to have these big tree limbs. <laughs> It's been said that James Brown and his famous flames revolutionized pop music not once but twice. The first time was in the 50s with hardcore screaming gospel R&B that in the 60s became known as soul music. But in the mid 60s they put a new style together. Papa's got a brand new band. Papa's Got a Brand New Bag was the breakthrough funk record. That was also a number one hit throughout Africa. Then they dropped this one. Joe. 
got something that makes me want to shout. I got something that tells me what it's all about. <laughs> I got soul and I'm super bad. I got soul <laughs> and I'm super bad. <laughs> Now I got a move that tells me what to do. Sometimes I tear. Try myself a few. I got soul and I'm super bad. I'm love. I love to do my thing. And I, and I don't need no one else. Sometimes I feel so nice. Good God. I jump back. I want to kiss myself.
Blow some train for me, Maceo. That's Maceo Parker on tenor sax with James Brown, of course, and Superbad. One of about 80,000 great records they made. We asked Bobby Bird what was different musically about funk from the music the group had been playing. It was the syncopation of the, of the instruments, everybody playing a different part. Okay, now we winded up with a seven-piece band, but everybody had a different part to play. That's where the funk part of it became. Everybody playing a different part and it's all fitting together like a glare. We asked him how the band put its music together. Funk music, the way we created it, was uh, doing the rhythm first. Uh, the guitar and the keyboard. Those are the first two things you start with. The keyboard is to keep the bottom, to hold the chord under the funk parts. All right? Now, I'm playing a full chord on the keyboard. My part is to hold and sustain and chop every once in a while. Well, the guitar players never sustain. They chop all the time, and the bass player naturally thumps. And, of course, you bring in the drummer, and his part is between the sock cymbal, the ride cymbal, the snare, and the foot pedal. Now, the band had two drummers, right? Our show was like a two-and-a-half-hour show with one slow song. So one drummer couldn't keep that pace and still uh, balance out the music. You know, because if he can play so long, well then he might slow up on his hand or slow up on his foot or something. Then you bring the other drummer in. Now we had three drummers at one time with 19 pieces. We even made it to that stage. Bobby Bird had his own hit records too. He told us about recording I Know You Got Sold. A lot of the things that were done was done spontaneously because James had that kind of band. Well, I'm sure you know. And it was done spontaneous, like I know you got sold. It was the first take. We never cut the thing no more. Did the lyrics on the way to the studio. Rolling. I know you got sold. One, one, two, three, hit it. You got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. I know you got sold.
Dyke and the Blazers with the original Funky Broadway, later a big hit for Wilson Piquet. That was the record that broke the taboo against saying the word funky on the radio. Dyke was from Buffalo, New York. Funk was a nationwide movement coming out of Buffalo, Detroit, D.C., Atlanta, Cincinnati. Did I mention San Francisco? A Bay Area disc jockey named Sylvester Stewart became Sly Stone. Sly and the Family Stone's first record was a top 10 hit in 1968. For three years or so they ruled. They put out number one hit after number one hit. Till Sly's drug problems and his poor attendance record at his own concerts pretty much killed off his career. But what a band it was. And what a bunch of great funky records.
from Nolans, the meters with Sissy Strut, built on the riff from Sly and the Family Stones, sing a simple song. Hey, George Clinton, where does the really funky music come from? Get out my life, woman, you don't love me no more. In New Orleans, has real funk, meters and all that kind of stuff. From New Orleans, here's the late, great Lee Dorsey, produced by Alan Toussaint.
Motown checks in. When it came to funk, Motown, the great black music factory of the 60s, was a follower, not a leader. But that record was a killer. Gladys Knight and the Pips, I heard it through the grapevine. I'm Georges Collinet. You're listening to Afropop Worldwide from PRI, Public Radio International. Let me hit you with some of my favorites now. First, from LA, the Watts 103rd Street Rhythm Band. Okay, what you say? Okay, y'all, what 
Cool and the Gang with Funky Stuff. Before that, their first hit called Cool and the Gang. Georges Collinet here on Afropop Worldwide. Hey, and what about Bohannon, The Barquets, King Floyd, Curtis Mayfield, Ohio Players, Earth, Wind and Fire, War, Tower of Power, Cameo, The Gap Band, Chic, Chuck Brown, Rick James, oh yeah, and Stevie Wonder, The Temptations with Norman Whitfield producing, Miles Davis, Herbie Hancock's Headhunters. There should be a radio station W-E-F-U-N-K, We Funk, in every town. There's so much music. Now we have to spend some time with President Clinton, President George Clinton, but first... Major funding for Afropop Worldwide comes from the National Endowment for the Humanities, the National Endowment for the Arts, which believes a great nation deserves great art, and PRI, Public Radio International affiliate stations around the U.S. And please, remember to support your station, all right? Okay. Additional funding for Afropop Worldwide comes from World Circuit, presenting the latest album of duets from Grammy Award-winning Cora player Tumani Jabate and his son, Sidiki, called Tumani and Sidiki. More info at worldcircuit.co.uk. And from Knitting Factory Records, presenting the new album from Sheun Kuti and Egypt 80, The Long Way to the Beginning, featuring IMF, available through iTunes, Amazon, and other music retailers. George Clinton started the parliaments in 1955, but he didn't have a hit until 1967. George, when did you know funk was going to be your life's work? When I got to Motown and saw how cool everybody was, I realized that we weren't going to make it that way, so we had to find us a new way.
the parliaments with I Wanna Testify. It was the psychedelic era, and the parliaments got psychedelic. They borrowed some of the trappings of acid rock, theater a la Frank Zappa, long, loud guitar solos, four-hour jams. George signed the same band to two different record labels. As Parliament, they were on one label, and on another label, they were a Funkadelic. Live, they did it all. P-Funk. Here's a classic Funkadelic cut, Cosmic Slop. We've seen it hard, we've seen it kind of rough But always with a smile, she was sure to try to hide The fact from us that life was really tough I can hear my mother call, I can hear my mother call Late at night I hear a call, from the Lord I hear a call She said, for the fathers, for the kids, any and everything
up my guitar, baby, and some bump music. Oh, unless you're playing checkers, baby, and some bump music. Oh, baby, let me teach you uh, some bump music. Psychotic Bump School from Bootsy Rubber Band. Bootsy Collins, who started out with Hank Ballard's band, joined James Brown at the age of 17, moved over to P-Funk and put out his own records in the 1970s. You can catch details on the music you heard today on our website, afropop.org. Visit afropop.org for interviews and in-depth profiles of the artists on the show. You can also find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at AfropopWW. My Afropop partner is Sean Barlow. Sean produces our program for World Music Productions. Research and production for this program by Net Sublet. Our chief audio engineer and co-producer is Michael Jones. Additional engineering by Mike Kaplan and Steven Erickson. Banning Air edits our website, afropop.org. Our producer for new media is Sam Backer. And I'm Georges Collinet.
Public Radio International.